Unarmored Talk podcast, episode 33. My kindergarten teacher called me dumb. The effects. With today's guest, Wanda Cooper, Director of Community Impact at United Way. And please remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Mario P. Fields YouTube to watch this episode and previous episodes. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on the Unarmored Talk page on Apple Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unarmored Talk Podcast, where we will have real life conversations that helps you develop an accurate way of thinking. And where we're going to do this is by gaining a better understanding of how emotions, feelings, and thoughts can influence the outcome of a personal or professional challenge. I'm your host, Mario P. Fields, and today's guest is Wanda Cooper. She's a director of Community Impact at United Way. She's a board member. She's in a doc- doctoral program for organizational change and leadership at the University of Southern California. But most importantly, she's a mother. She's a wife. She's a servant leader. She's amazing. She even inspires everyone in her neighborhood. Wanda Cooper, welcome <laughs> to Unarmored Talk Podcast. I'm still working on um, inspiring the neighborhood, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're welcome. Well, again, thank you for uh, removing your armor to come on the show. And uh, can you please tell the listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Sure. So thank you for having me. Um, definitely excited to have this conversation with you. A little bit about myself. Um, <clears throat> so, wow, that's a that's a loaded question, but I'll, I'll try to I'll try to narrow it down. My my goal is to ensure that everyone uh, uses their voice to advocate for their needs and their desires. So, with that being said, you can only imagine how much trouble that has gotten me into. Um, but really, if 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 I had to just say who I am, I, I am someone who has been through um, tremendous difficulty because of somebody else's words and feelings and someone's, um, I, would, I don't know if it's an implicit or explicit bias, but, um, you know, due to, due to someone's meanness, um, it really, uh, I would say it, it was a dream delayed for me and immediately changed the trajectory of my, of me um, acknowledging and really pouring into myself and reaching my full potential. Wow. Well, you know, let's jump right into the topic. I mean, you mentioned some mean words, right? Some, some, some selection of words directed towards you. Um, And if I recall, you were at a young age Mm -hmm. uh, when you got these words. Let's talk about what, what was said, you know, paint the picture for us. Sure. So I, um, you know, very young, I would say it started probably in kindergarten, (laughs) but um, I was, I was, you know, full of energy, very creative. And I believe because of my imagination, I was very talkative. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got in trouble a lot because I I did not fit the, the student, the Americanized version of, of, of a student where you sit at a desk and you listen and you only talk when you're spoken to and you knew all the answers to all the questions, right? So that was not me. I was a social butterfly. Um, and so I did not necessarily pay attention to the teacher. So I didn't have the answers when they asked. Um, and then the other piece to that was really, I would say um, what we know now to be implicit biases, right? We know that people tend to have a stereotypical um, belief of certain people, right. um, and society has perpetuated a lot of the stereotypes for people of color. So as a Latina, as a young Latina girl, 
um, I would say that I probably fit right into someone's stereotype of, um, of, of Latinos in, in the, you know, in the seventies and eighties. Right. Wow. You know, and I, I, I can relate to you because when I, when people talk to me and they hear this deep voice and then they see me, they, 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 they think I'm six foot and then they see me, <laughs> you know, they look down like, man, you about as tall as my child. But so, so, I, so I, so I agree with you that it, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes, but, but it's so, so here you are now, you're in kindergarten, you're full of energy, you, you know, you're Latina, right? So, so I'm, I'm assuming. I'm not going to assume. I believe that uh, there weren't that many Latinas in uh, your kindergarten yeah. class. Right. It, it, so, so your, so all, so your behavior is not similar to the rest of the students. I, I, I must say. I definitely stood out. Um, again, I was talkative. Is what you know. If, if you look at all my report cards at elementary school, you know the teachers' comments. It was always too talkative. I mean, that was that was a given. My mom already, you know, knew that was coming. Um, I'll tell you a, a quick, a quick story. One day, I was put into a corner because I was talking too much and being distracted. Um, and <laughs> the teacher said that I started talking to myself. So, you know, talk about resiliency, right? I was already learning how to um, cope. So that must have been my coping strategy. It's like, well, if I can't talk to anybody else, and I'm put into stand in a corner facing the wall, I'll talk to myself. Right. So that kind of um, behavior started really becoming um, what they would call behavior, behavioral issues. And so I was called dumb. And the reason why and I, I remember I remember it distinctly. And I was in kindergarten and I was put in the corner because I was talking and I was distracting everyone from getting their work done. And um, as she was walking me to the to the corner of the room. Can't keep their mouths shut, and I was like, "Wow, okay." Now I'm in kindergarten, so immediately, have you ever been punched in the stomach and you're out of breath? Right. That's immediately what I felt. I felt like someone just gut punched me, and I was left in the corner to figure out how to breathe again. Wow. So this is this is the teacher who's supposed to be an example. Who yeah. I believe who was fed up with me, apparently. <laughs> supposed to motivate the next generation. Yes. And, yeah. and she takes you to a corner and says, you're pretty much, you're dumb because you can't stop talking per se. Right. And so that was um, how our relationship really uh, began to, I, I would say, shift. And it was every day after that, it was really being singled out. If I said anything, if I did anything that she deemed um, wasn't part, you know, wasn't good behavior, then it was a problem, right? So I spent a lot of time in the corner facing the wall. Um, I spent a lot of time being um, picked on by the other kids, being called dumb because they heard her say what she right. said. Um, and so, you know, that was that was part of the, the, I would say the foundation of me not having faith in myself, you know, faith in my knowledge and my skills and my God-given talent. Um, and it really was, it was dehumanizing. Now, I didn't know that as, as a kindergarten, I didn't know I was being dehumanized and I didn't know the effect that it would have on my life. But that really started, I would say, the foundation of, you know, feeling worthless, um, feeling dumb, believing that I was dumb right. and, and not having ambition. And it killed my creativity. 
And, and I, I remember having this vivid imagination and even telling myself, you know, to tone it down. Like, oh, well, you'll never do that. You'll never be able to do that. Wow. You know, because of the, of the word that, you know, of, of what I, how I was being treated and what I was being told I was. Now, a, a kindergartner is, their brain is still developing, right? You're very vulnerable. You're very, um, you're influenced very easily. So that was, that was something that I would say, if, if, if taken care of immediately, maybe it would have saved me some headaches <laughs> in, my, in my life. But it, it was fed, and, and the word dumb, I heard that um, multiple times throughout my elementary career. And then as an adult, well, I would say as a teenager, when I, um, I fell in love for the first time, um, I was called ghetto by my, my boyfriend for a very, very long time. And so, you know, imagine, you already think you're dumb, right? right. And, and you're not doing well in school because I gave up. What was the point? I was dumb. Right. I didn't have to read. I didn't have to do homework. I didn't have to pay attention because that wasn't for me. Right. I was dumb. So, you know, I, unfortunately, I did not do well in elementary. I did not do well in middle school or high school because I believed the, the, the title that, that I was given very early on. That is, that is interesting. And, in, in, um, when when you you know when you started to to grow in life and I'm you know the, you know go down this this journey called life, every time you thought about that word, what emotions did you experience? I remember you said when you first when she first said it, you felt like you got the wind pretty much knocked out of you. But what other emotions as you grew as an adult, young teenager, an adult that you experienced when you just considered you you thought, man, I'm I think I'm still dumb. Yeah, you know. I would say that I was depressed for a very long time. I just didn't understand that I was depressed, you know. Um, and, and my my desire to do things was, eh, you know, I didn't I didn't really have an excitement, right? You know, about doing doing anything. Um, and then the other piece is that I also lived in a world where I thought of everything negative. Uh, or I thought that the outcome of everything would be negative. So that way I didn't get myself excited over anything. Right. right. So, so my, my mindset was, I'm not, I'm not worthy. Um, and even if I wanted to do something, I'm not going to be able to accomplish it because I don't have the brain power. Right. And so therefore what, what's my value. Right. So for a long time, it was, you know, um, just kind of living. And I had several dark moments in my life um, as a young as a young child and as a young adult. Several dark moments where I thought, "What's the point? What is what is truly the point?" Right. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, impactful. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and so now you know a lot of us start off. <laughs> when you're young in kindergarten and it's all Mario, you know, right. You're doing great. <laughs> even, even though the, the picture you just drew is horrible, but it's no, don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no worries. This is, this is just on unarmored talk. Uh, Wanda, no worries, but you, you know, here, here it is, you know, you're supposed to be in this, this, this space of life where people are cheering for you. <laughs> right. 
You're just a kindergartner. Right. And you got to start off with a, an adult who is being paid. Yes. <laughs> being paid to inspire achievement academically, personally, and professionally. And she starts off your life with, you know what, you're dumb. And then to listen to how you how you've managed to deal with these emotions and that uh, the impact of the, that statement um, as you got gotten older is just amazing. So now tell me, Wanda, what was the point or the event that you said I'm not dumb? Because I'm looking at your accomplishments, and it had to occur. <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, I mean, so yeah. tell to us about at what point did you go? You know what? You know, Mr. or Miss Teacher and mm. Boyfriend. Mm. I'm not dumb. I'm a beautiful Latina. I'm smart as beyond you all. And watch me run this race of life. When did that happen? Um, so that boyfriend became my husband. <laughs> not today. But back then. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, and I say that... Specifically because when we believe we are something, we seek people to, to um, perpetuate that or to continue to deposit that, right? So I believed I was dumb. So therefore, I, of course, I went to someone who fed that message, right? right? Yeah. Well, you're ghetto. Oh, you're so ghetto. Because, yeah, I was about that life. <laughs> For real, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was a defense mechanism. Right. I didn't want anybody to know how dumb I was. So I was raw. I was very raw. And I was I I also realized now that I was very angry. So what I gave off was um, uh, aggression because I did not want anybody to get close enough to realize how dumb I was. Wow. Right? Um, so I would say what turned that around? Well, I got divorced because I finally said, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and that, that was, that was a turning point in my life because now I had to look in the mirror every day and figure out who I was right? and what I wanted to do, how I was going to raise my, my daughter, my son, and how, how, how am I going to live? Right. Um, and then I, I've just had the, the awesome blessing of always working in a nonprofit field and, um, helping others. And in that, in that process of helping others, I realized what a big hypocrite I was being. And I'll tell you a quick story. I was working in a supportive housing program for um, single women with children. And there was a, a one young lady that we were working for her to get her GED. And she finally, you know, passed her GED and she was so happy. And she came to my office. She was like, Miss Wanda, I finally did it. Thank you so much. I did it. I did it. And I was like, oh, that's so awesome. That's so great. And I said, now college, now we got to figure out, you know, you got to apply for college. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, just started to have, I was so excited, probably more excited for her than I probably ever was for anything in, for myself. Right. right yeah. And she was like, oh, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not college smart. She was like, I just barely got my GED. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm too stupid for college. Boom. I was staring at Wanda. Wow. And I was like, holy crap. Now, up to that point, I had done really well in my career, and it was because I had busted my, my behind, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to be the smartest person 
ironically. I'm going to be the smartest person. I'm going to work the hardest. And to me, being smart was working, 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 because that's what I grew up seeing. And, you know, she just, she, she would give us a, a, a decent living, right? Um, so that's what I was doing. I was just, I was just on the grind, just working, 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 and doing, trying to do the best I can in everything that landed at, on my desk. And when I heard her say that, I was like, you're not stupid. What are you, where, where are you getting that from? Look at what you just did. I'm, I'm celebrating her. I'm, I'm pouring into her. I'm empowering her. And she goes, well, where did you go to college? I said, well, I, I, I haven't gone to college. I, I never went to college. She goes, well, why not? And I, I literally looked at her and I said, because I thought I was stupid. Wow. Why? And she just, she couldn't believe it, right? To your point, you see someone, you know, um, that you believe, you know, so, oh, highly successful, you know, great person, you know, is always working in the community, highly involved in the community. They have to have it all together, right? Right. There's no way that this person has any insecurities. Well, I did. And at that moment, I had, I, I, it was, I felt like a huge hypocrite. And at that moment I said, you know what? And I said to her, I said, it's so hypocritical of me to tell you to go to college. And yet here I am, you know, not, not doing the same. I said, but we're going to sign up for college together. She was like, no, you're not going to do that. I said, yes, I am. Yep. We're going to stay here. We're going to look for colleges. We're going to sign up together and we're going to make this happen. And that's pretty much, that was a turning point. Now that doesn't mean that my life was hunky dory and um, right. I didn't, I didn't still hear those recordings. Um, but that was the impetus to really, um, to, to my journey and to where I am today. Wow. That's, you know, that's interesting how, how all these years, you know, you, you, you've dealt with the emotions and feelings associated with that major event in your young life. Uh, you know, and, and then you go through your ups and downs with right challenges while living uh, through marriage, through divorce, you know, starting to understand that, uh, you know what, I'm better than what, what people say I am, but still, how do I figure this out? And then you essentially run into you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you essentially run into you. Mm, and God, that, God is funny, right? He got a, he got a sense of humor. <laughs> wow. And then that, um, you know, that motivates and inspires you to start thinking more accurately to go, I am not dumb, you know, and what is dumb, right? That's an inaccurate way of thinking, but we know how that happened to you and to change not just your life, but many lives mm. um, to, to where we are today. And I agree with you. I mean, I would have never known when I looked at your LinkedIn profile, I'm looking at your accomplishments. I would have never thought that this interview would have revealed that your life challenge started in kindergarten mm. and lasted. It still lasts to this day. I mean, you still deal with it, but Absolutely. but Absolutely. really, really, really changed your behavior all the way up to, to, to today. Yeah. That and, is, and, yeah. And let me say, um, when I did start college, I've always got an A's. So I say that to say, not, not, the, not to brag, but... But <laughs> um, when when we do when, when we don't pour into individuals, 
And when I say pour into it, it sounds like such a cliche, but empowering words, positive words, solution-oriented conversations, asset um, asset re reference, not deficit reference, right? Yeah. When we truly want to take someone on a journey that's going to impact their life positively, it has to be an authentic desire for, for, for you to do that. Mm. When I entered college, um, I went to Empire State, the SUNY, Empire State College. Um, and one of the things, the reasons why I chose that college is because they have what we call um, prior learned experience where they give you credit. Right. Now, I had worked for a very long time in human services and I was in a leadership role, even with a high school diploma. I was in a leadership role because I worked so hard and I, you know, I did well. Um, I was able in that college to talk about my lived experiences. Right. I was able to, to challenge some courses so that I can, you know, get some college credits. Now, me, me becoming a, a, you know, a straight A student was was almost like a drug. Right. I got my first day and I was like, what? <laughs> what? Who is this professor? And what rubric are they using to grade me? Because there's no way I got an A. But it was like a drug. I was like, I got an A? I got an A? Wanda got an A? It was a wrap after that. That A pushed me to believe in myself. That A showed me that I am not dumb. That A showed me that I do have potential. That A showed me that I am worthy, that I am valuable, that I do have a purpose. And so for me, it, it's, it's, it was about, you know, it, it, it was about a new life, a new lease on life. And that I had, I had the ability to enter in an academic field right. and, and really, really be successful and learn a lot, but also, you know, use my, my lived experiences to help others through their journey as well. No, that's that. What an amazing journey, ladies and gentlemen, Wanda Cooper, just, you just inspired me. So I'm going to see if I could uh, uh, go find six books after this uh, podcast interview and read them as fast as I can, you know, ADHD, that's a struggle, but, <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, what, um, um, if there's any any last remarks that you would like to leave, leave our listeners and viewers, uh, what would it be? Ooh. If, if I mean it's <laughs> it really is that we have such we have such power over you know how we impact individuals that we encounter and that we we interact with. And, and especially now, you know, during, after the last four years of craziness in our world, and, and I'll say that bluntly, after the last four years of utter craziness and also dealing with a pandemic, we have to show kindness and love towards one another. And my, your success is my success, right? Like, and I think we've lost that. We've lost that sense of, if someone succeeds, we all succeed. Um, so I would say, I, I would say, um, stay away from people if you have nothing positive to give. Nice, I like and, it. And, and definitely, if you are in a helping um, or or mentoring position, make sure that your crap doesn't become somebody else's crap. 
No, no, good, good words of wisdom. You can invoice me uh, next week, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, Wanda Cooper, if they, if, if anyone wanted to find you, how can they find you? Um, LinkedIn, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Yep, Wanda Cooper. Wanda Cooper, LinkedIn. Yep. This has been amazing. I, you know, again, I will continue to, to put effort towards the words I select and choose towards people. And I hope that uh, when the listeners and viewers see this and they share this, that uh, folks will do the same and they will continue to share kindness and show kindness uh, to each other, especially in this midst of challenges over the last four years and the pandemic. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. One uh, last thing. Oh, you one, got last one? Thing. Yeah, yeah, go one last thing. I know. I'm sorry. I just no, wanted to say, you know, ultimately you, you have to be, be your biggest cheerleader. Right. And so even through your 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 down and outs, you still have to believe in yourself. And you have to push yourself forward. So that that in, internal voice that you have, you have to train it to speak to you lovingly, to speak to you in a positive way. Because we're good at saying, telling ourselves what we're what we suck at and what we're not good at. But train your inner voice to love you, to cherish you, to value you, and to continue to pour into you. Yeah, I totally agree. It starts with the person in the mirror. But uh, hey, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening to Unarmored Talk podcast. Subscribe at www.unarmoredtalk.com to receive information on the release of upcoming episodes. Unarmored Talk podcast is sponsored by Global Inspirational Speakers, LLC, a inspirational speakers bureau that connects inspirational speakers to the world.